On Friday, the final report of the Royal Commission into Violence, Abuse, Neglect and Exploitation of People with Disability was published. The report is the culmination of four and a half years of hearings, submissions and often harrowing testimony by people with disabilities and their loved ones. The 12-volume report contains 222 recommendations for achieving the Royal Commission's vision for an inclusive Australia where people with disability live, work, learn, play, create and engage together with people without disability in safe and diverse communities where those uh, people have the power of choice and independence and the dignity to take risks, can make significant contributions to communities that value their presence and treat them with respect and are culturally safe. It's a mammoth piece of work, the Royal Commission report, and the federal government has announced a task force to respond to that report. Before we discuss the report with our guest today, I thought we'd start with some audio from the final ceremonial hearing of the Disability Royal Commission, at which poet Andy Jackson read an original poem which he composed to honour the courage and insight of those who testified to the Commission. Here are some excerpts of that work titled Listen. Enough of the blunt, stretched-out hours without touch or an ear. Enough with the walls of clinics which absorb cries of pain but do nothing about it. Enough with the slurs and insults then telling us we're too sensitive. And enough with the closed doors adorned with diversity and inclusion statements. Enough of testimonies gathering dust while the media moves on. We are not victims of our own bodies. We are survivors of how you treat us. This time, let your discomfort mean something. This cannot be the end of listening, but it's beginning. So we might be able to rest, breathe, nourished on this broken, luminous path we make as we walk forward or crawl, or wheel, or limp forward. Weary and determined, carried and carrying each other. That's poet Andy Jackson reading his original work, Listen. Uh, Not victims of our own bodies, survivors of how you treat us. That was his poem in in testament to the witnesses at the Disability Royal Commission. Our guest this morning to discuss the Royal Commission's report is human rights lawyer, researcher and academic Rosemary Caius, who's the vice chair of the UN Committee on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Rosemary is also the chair of the Australian Centre for Disability Law and was the 2019 recipient of the Australian Human Rights medal. Rosemary Caius, welcome to Sunday Extra. Hi, Julian. Thank you very much for having me. Rosemary, a key theme in the Royal Commission's report is the role of segregation and exclusion in the poor outcomes and experiences that people with a disability in Australia have experienced. The Commission has recommended phasing out segregated education and so-called special schools by 2051, segregated employment by 2034 and group homes by 2038, although the Commissioners were split on the details of those recommendations. Could you talk to us about the reality of segregation uh, for people living with a disability in Australia and why it's such a key point, recommendation and theme of the Royal Commission's report? Segregation has been behind the call for 
the recognition of the human rights of people with disabilities for you know, the last 50 years. It's been a central part of the platform. Um, the reason segregation is such a critical issue is because what happens is people with disabilities get pathologised and they get siloed off into segregated settings that ultimately are closed environments. And it's those closed environments and that social isolation that leads to the violence and abuse that they experience. So one of the clear things that has come out of the report and and which has been known um, in the con- in the area of disability for a long time is that segregation is a driver of violence, abuse and exploitation and neglect. And if there's anything that that's glaring in the report, it's that, yes, they see that as a driver, but still we can't get a unanimous decision to recognise segregation, which is a fundamental principle at international law, as discrimination. I mean, it's a prima facie point that it is discriminatory to segregate people based on personal characteristics. We can go back to the foundational doctrine of Brown versus the Board of Education in the US Supreme Court. Now, that's still still held up, separate but equal, is discrimination. We've heard your sense of disappointment at the lack of unanimity on that point. The The Royal Commission report is a huge piece of work, as I said, 12 volumes. Rosemary mm-hmm. Caius, could you give us uh, the, your impressions or the things that most strike you of what you've been able to absorb of the report so far? Well, there's a couple of points. Um, I mean, this what Andy spoke to, the strength and the power of... Um, people with disabilities, their testimonies, their evidence that they gave, the evidence that's contained in that report. And, I mean, I will admit, I won't lie to you, I have not finished it from page <laughs> one to the end of volume we, we weren't, weren't expecting that, and I think we're, 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 I'm also guilty of that, as I, th- I suspect pretty well everyone, perhaps except the commissioners are at this stage. <laughs> yes, but but tell, yes. tell us what struck you from what you've read. Um, well, the power of the people with disability, I mean, it just goes to to demonstrate that people with disability aren't necessarily inherently vulnerable and in need of protection. What they require is their rights to be respected. And so it's the situations that they get put in that leave them vulnerable and in need of protection, okay? The other thing is that they now still have to fight for their rights because of those split um, situations with segregation, I mean, my heart as a lawyer would say, you know, the majority should pave the way, but then we've got this middle decision from um, Commissioner Mason, which I really don't understand where she's coming from, and I have to also admit that I haven't spoken to the commissioners. I'm not really certain of their timeframes, how they understand those timeframes to be legitimate timeframes. There is elements of progressive realisation in terms of economic, social and cultural rights um, in meeting our human rights obligations internationally. 
But not all of those elements need to be progressively realised. Some of them oh. are immediate obligations. So the timing I really don't understand. But what is clear is Australia has to start taking steps now. I mean, one of the commissioners was instrumental in starting group homes here in New South Wales. So he knows how long we have known about the situation. You know, it, it beggars belief that we've had 20, 30 years of knowing about this and we still haven't moved on. We've had to let another generation or two go through the segregation, the violence and abuse to get the Royal Commission. Mm. So there's, there's a few seeds within this report which I think are very good. Um, I think they need a bit, a bit of tweaking. I think if we're going to address segregation, we address segregation across the board. And if we're going to recognise the importance of intersectionality, we need to do it across the legislative framework as well. So they call for a Disability Rights Act and they call for a um, disability commission. There's lots of those elements that could be incorporated into um, the proposal that the Australian Human Rights Commission has put to Parliament, and there's a parliamentary inquiry at the moment for a Human Rights Act in Australia. Right. So, and, so you'd like to see some of these things happening much quicker than, than perhaps is indicated by the Commission report. Could, Rosemary Case, could I just go back to that point you just made about the recommendation for a Disability Rights Act? How would that be different from the current legislative framework for people with disabilities in Australia? It's about incorporating international law into Australian domestic um, legislation. But what that you would get that with the Human Rights Act. Not all of what they're proposing in a Disability Rights Act, but there are, you know, there are avenues, there are inclusive avenues by which to do that. I mean, the Human Rights Act, I think, is the the best way to pick it up. It's a way of dealing with our siloed discrimination law. Um, so, so you prefer to see it as part of a, a an overall Human Rights Act rather than a specific Disability Rights Act? Yeah. I mean, that way we can deal with intersectionality a lot better. It brings in the whole suite of core international human rights instruments. And we've got an established commission. The commission may need to be um, resourced and... Um, there may have to be amendments to its its core pieces of legislation, the Australian Human Rights Commission Act. But I think, and if we established an international monitoring mechanism, and that could pick up some of the other elements of oversight and um, the you know actions of um, public authorities. So I, I think we've got mechanisms where you can have it as a, a much less siloed approach because that's just reinforcing the notion of segregation and not dealing with intersectionality well at all. Rosemary Caius, uh, thanks so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra and good luck with absorbing uh, the rest of that uh, <laughs> massive uh, report. We'll obviously uh, look forward to seeing how much of those changes come and the crucial issue that you've highlighted this morning, the pace at which that change happens. 
Thanks, Julian. I've got my public holiday sorted, haven't I? <laughs> Absolutely. That's Rosemary Chaos, who won't be, won't be relaxing on the public holiday. Rosemary is a human rights lawyer, researcher and academic and uh, as elected as the vice chair of the UN Committee on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. And in 2019, Rosemary was awarded by the Human Rights Commission the Australian Human Rights Medal. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.